Welcome to Game Opinions Episode 9, a Super Smash Brothers Special! In this episode, we're going to be dedicated to talking about the Challenger Pack DLC. So this isn't a review, this isn't really necessarily a like a massive like prediction episode. It's really just characters that I think might be in the game, characters I think will be in the game, characters I think should be in the game, and characters I think I want in the game, but probably won't be in the game. So I'm going to talk about some of those characters. This is going to be pretty much version one of this type of podcast because there's going to be definitely more episodes. Uh, I definitely want to have this same topic uh, with Kimberly. Uh, she will be coming back and recording episodes, I think, probably on Sunday. She should be around, um, and we'll probably do that on Sunday. And we're also working on a podcast, uh, not a podcast, we're also working on an, a Let's Play on her channel, which is, uh, I'll let her talk about it when she gets here. Um, but we're working on a Star Wars online, uh, you know, Let's Play together, which is really cool. Um, so we're kind of collaborating, um, She, but she is going to be back on the show, and I'm going to also have this topic with her. Um, it might not be its own topic, or we might save it, um, but I plan on continuously um, revising this after each character is revealed. So I imagine they're probably going to reveal these characters throughout the year, um, after Joker comes out, whenever that is. <laughs> uh, we'll, uh, you know, we'll start speculating some more. Um, but yeah, so I just want to get into it. Uh, this is going, I'm like wearing my keys, so like there's like a whole bunch of like key sounds. I don't think you guys want to hear that. Uh, let me take off my keys real quick. I actually, I keep my keys on a lanyard because otherwise I'm afraid I'll lose them. So <laughs> it's going to go ahead and put those down. Um, so let's just get right into this, right? Um, some of these are a little bit weird. And honestly, I was surprised I didn't have some more crazy character suggestions. And uh, I wanted to keep things somewhat realistic. I do want to just start off by saying I think that these uh, Smash Brothers, I think the Smash Brothers characters, because they're challenger packs... I feel like most of them are going to be third-party characters. So I do have some Nintendo characters on here that I think could potentially go in there. But I've been thinking about it more and more prior to, or really after I made this list, and I'm thinking, you know, Challenger Packs seem like it's they're getting people from the outside to come in. Um, but, you know, we'll see. Um, if, if it follows, I mean, really, if it follows the the, you know, direction that Joker followed, it's really going to be hard to predict these anyway. So, I'm just going to I'm just going to tell you the characters and just, you know, <laughs> about what I think could potentially be it. Um but I also want to just like uh you know, I just want to kind of throw that out there like, hey, you know, this is going to be really hard to predict if they follow uh suit to like the Joker type of uh move because no one could predict that. I mean, prior to that happening, no one was going to say Joker was going to be in Smash Brothers. Uh, it just didn't make sense. Persona 5's not even on the Switch. So, and there's only one Persona game on the Switch. I mean, there is like Shimigami Tensei. So, I mean, Atlas did have some games here, so maybe they had some kind of agreement and they said, "Hey, you know, we put all these games out there. Let us pick a character and put it on your system." It seems kind of weird though that they'd pick Persona because you would think they'd pick something that they're trying to advertise. So potentially maybe Persona ends up on Switch at some point. Um, and that kind of gives me excitement over which characters they're going to be um, adding in later on. Um, so I wanted to talk about characters who I think deserve to be in Smash Brothers. Now this list is uh, very short. There's two. I'm going to start off with the first one. And this one will probably make a lot of people happy. Um, and that's Waluigi. So... 
Waluigi, everyone freaking wants Waluigi for some reason, and I think it's just because he's not in the game. I don't think anyone really cares too much about Waluigi. <laughs> like, I've never seen, like, a Waluigi fan. Like, I've never seen someone have, like, a Waluigi profile picture on, like, an online forum. Uh, I just feel like that's such an obscure character, but people just want him in there for some reason. Um, I feel like he would have a really, like, similar moveset to all the other Mario characters, but I kind of feel like he deserves to be in the game. If you look at all the party games, Mario Kart, Mario Tennis, I think he debuted in, I'm pretty sure his first, like, game debut was, uh, like, a 2000, like, it was Mario Tennis in 2000, I think. I think I looked that up. Um, I probably could verify that, but I'm pretty sure it was in Mario Tennis. That was the first time people saw him. And he's been in every party game since, if I remember correctly. So it would make a lot of sense for him to be in Smash Brothers, and I understand he's in Assist Trophy, and a lot of people think, well, if he's an Assist Trophy, he probably won't be able to go into the game. Don't forget, Lucas was also an Assist Trophy in, in Super Smash Bros. 4, but he was also a DLC character, so... I don't think it necessarily matters. I mean, worst case scenario, you could always just take out the assist trophy and put Waluigi in. If I had a prediction, I think that they will announce all uh, the next three characters, and I think that last one will be Waluigi. That's my prediction of what Nintendo's going to do, just because people want him in the game. And if people really want him in the game to that extent, I mean, people were freaking out when he wasn't in the game. I think that that's probably something that they're going to do it's going to be something funny there at the end it'll be like a big smoke screen and then you'll have boom waluigi <laughs> so i think that actually might happen so if i had to predict i think he will be the last character revealed i know it's kind of lame but who knows maybe maybe they'll have some kind of separate dlc that will make him kind of in there as well it's kind of like the uh the you know pd piranha plant maybe it's gonna be something similar to that where it's, it's like gonna be uh not really part of the challenger set but something different altogether. But they did say that they only had plans for the characters in the challenger packs. I'm pretty sure that's what they came out and said. So this next game is uh, a character that was an exclusive on the Nintendo Wii for a while before it got ported over to the Xbox 360 and PS3. Uh, and this is going to be uh, Suda 51's Travis Touchdown. From No More Heroes and No More Heroes 2, Desperate Struggle. So, the reason why I put Travis Touchdown on here, uh, there is a game coming out for the Switch. I cannot, for the life of me, remember what that title is. It's Travis Touchdown Returns or something like that. Uh, I've heard that the reviews for it are not really getting the best reviews, which was pretty freaking obvious. It was not a typical No More Heroes game in any sense. It's more of a spinoff. And I really hope that doesn't discourage them from continuing the series because I actually personally have never played No More Heroes, but I've always been interested in it, and I've heard that it was actually a really good game. It seemed like it actually got some pretty decent ratings um, on the Wii, so I think that it actually is a really decent game. Um, but getting into the reason why I think that this is a, a character that deserves to be in the game, um, and really for Suda51, I think that this is something that they deserve um, to be put in there just for old time's sake. This new game, if it is not good, you know, it's unfortunate, but I don't think it erases what they were able to do on the Wii. So if you were a Wii only owner, there is like a, a certain time period where there wasn't, I mean, there wasn't really multi-plats, right? I mean, you had certain multi-plats. You had like Call of Duty World at War, Call of Duty Modern Warfare uh, 4, Reflex, 
You had Black Ops 2. Um, you had some other games like, uh, you know, Medal of Honor Heroes 2. Uh, various, like, shooting games and um, third-party games like that. And I think that, you know, the Wii was definitely held up by its first-party support. But there was also a time period, probably a span of, like, three or, three or four years, uh, probably around three years, where there were some exclusive third-party games that would go to the Wii that were actually really decent. So, obviously, you had the launch title, Red Steel. Wasn't the best game control-wise, but it was actually a really fun game. Like, if you could get past, like, the shortcomings, it was actually a really fun game. Then you had Red Steel 2. You had The Conduit, The Conduit 2. Monster Hunter Tri came out during that time. You know, just there was some really good... I mean, Mad World. Mad World was another one. Mad World was actually um, part of the reason why Sega did not want to publish any more mature games. And that was why The Grinder, which was a high-voltage software game, never came out on the Wii because it couldn't find a publisher that was willing to publish it just because the sales numbers of the mature game just did not sell well on the Wii. A lot of a lot of companies um, were skeptical about putting their games out on the Wii, not just because of power, but because the sales numbers and the attach rate for the Wii just weren't great. Even the best first-party games on the Wii did not have amazing attach rates because a lot of people didn't really go further than Wii Sports, Wii Fit, and Mario Kart. Those were the three, I think, big games that had the highest attach rates probably for the Wii. Um, I don't know that, I don't know about Wii Fit, obviously Wii Sports, and I'm pretty sure Mario Kart, I'm sure Wii Fit though is probably up there. A lot of that audience just didn't go further than that when it came to the Wii. So among those games, you had No More Heroes. No More Heroes, I think, was after, I mean, of course, not um, the same year of Red Steel, but I think that maybe the year after Red Steel or two years after Red Steel, um, you had No More Heroes come out. And No More Heroes was a mature game. It was something that, you know, it was kind of like a risk-award type thing. It was going to be, you know, on the Wii, which its audience is going to be limited, but there's potential there where the sales numbers could have potentially translated to big-time sales and big-time exposure it being the only game of its kind on the system, it could really, you know, build itself up and create an audience. So it would probably stand out more on the Wii than it would on the other systems. Unfortunately, like, you know, everything else, the attach rate wasn't great. However, Suda51, knowing that the Wii doesn't have all these, you know, exclusive games and the Wii struggles with third-party support, they still ended up putting a sequel on the Wii. I, I'm gonna, I, I should have a whole podcast dedicated to my time with the Wii because I was the Wii only owner for a long time. I mean, I didn't have money back then. I was just a kid. So I definitely should make an episode on that. But um, the fact that they made a sequel, it kind of, it kind of like makes me feel like maybe the sales numbers weren't bad or they just had lower expectations, but they still did that. They still put this third party game that was a complete audience mismatch, um, or at least it appears to be an audience mismatch, on the system, and they and they decided to put a sequel on it too. I think that in a in an era where the third party support for Nintendo platforms were at an all time low, you know, excluding shovelware. I know that that would be if you include shovelware. Obviously, I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm completely wrong. If you include shovelware, I'm completely wrong. That was probably one of their strongest. Uh, in terms of quantity, is probably like their strongest generation. Um, 
but no, I, I think that if you just like, uh, you know, keep that in mind, like they did all that stuff. And for an era where third party support was just so scarce, I think you kind of owe it to Suda 51 as a thanks. Like, Hey, you know, we really appreciate you supporting our platform and giving the core gamers something really cool to play. And I think Travis touchdown should be in smash. I think they need, I think Nintendo needs to kind of give them Bayonetta treatment. Obviously this is a different caliber game. Um, just in terms of how it's viewed, it's a different caliber game than Bayonetta. But I think you should give it support. Throw some money its way. Fund a No More Heroes 3. Make an actual No More Heroes 3 game. Use Smash Brothers to really elevate that. I feel like before Bayonetta was added to Smash, I think probably the most like violent, <laughs> the most violent character in the game was probably Snake in Brawl. And even that was kind of a weird inclusion. But after Bayonetta has been added to Smash, I feel like you can't really go wrong with adding Travis Touchdown. I think the biggest thing holding it back is, one, uh, maybe Nintendo doesn't really view No More Heroes as, you know, that big of a deal, or they just don't want to add another, like, sword-like wielding character. I just think that he would match so well with everything that goes in there. I feel like he would be kind of like a Bayonetta-type character um, to that roster, it just gives it like this extra little edge and it's like, that's cool. You know, they, they picked somebody from their third party pool that has stuck with them now. And you know, they, they were gone for a generation, but they came back. Like, I think that that is something like definitely worth including in the game and definitely worth a, a thank you for a time where Nintendo's third party support just really wasn't there. So I think Travis touchdown to definitely deserves to be in there. Um, of course, this new game is probably not going to be good. I'm not expecting it to be good. I'm really not. Like, after looking at the videos, I'm not expecting that game to be good at all. But I think that it still deserves to have a third mainline series game. And I feel like Smash Brothers could help that along greatly. So, yes, Travis Touchdown, Waluigi. I think both those characters deserve to be in Smash Bros. for just different reasons. So... We're going to move on to category number two. This is a list of characters that I think we could get. The first one's kind of a no-brainer to me, um, and it's uh, Rex and Pyra. So Rex and Pyra are from Xenoblade Chronicles 2. I think it's just kind of crazy, and this is uh, this is obviously a Nintendo-based you know, based character. Um, so I feel like the chances of them being in the Challenger pack, probably not great. And they do have a Rex suit for the Mii. So I think that kind of hurts, you know, it's, I think that kind of hurts the stock there, but, um, I feel like it makes sense to have more characters from Xenoblade because you just have Shulk. And I feel like that franchise has some pretty cool characters in there. I mean, if you want to put like Dumban in there, I mean, you can put anybody in there, but I feel like Rex and Pyra make a lot of sense because that game came out a year ago. It's on the switch. And I feel like it just makes sense to have more characters from like that series. And, I mean, Shulk, he's, that's an old game. I mean, that's, that's like a really long time ago that that game came out. So, uh, yeah, I definitely think that those two characters should be in the game. Um, or maybe just Pyra. I mean, you could, you could probably include whichever one you want. I feel like they translate really well, um, and it just would make a lot of sense. Um, this next one is really boring. Uh, it's uh, another Pokemon, and it's Eevee. <laughs> I know, right? Eevee will probably most likely not get in, but because Nintendo 
essentially dedicated a game to Eevee, I feel like there is potential that Eevee could get in the game. Uh, I think, I'm not sure if Eevee's an assist trophy or not. I honestly have not played with assist trophies in a very long time. So I'm not sure if Eevee's an assist trophy. Probably is. It's been such a long time. But I feel like Nintendo, I feel like Nintendo really likes Eevee right now for some reason. And they, I mean, they dedicated a game to her or to it, <laughs> just, you know, whatever, to that Pokemon. Uh, I feel like that it was just a possibility lingers that they could just add Eevee in. Um, I don't think it's likely and personally, I wouldn't want it just because I feel like the moveset would be too boring. Um, you know, Eevee's a, a normal Pokemon, so probably not going to have cool movesets or anything like that. Um, so I, I probably don't think Eevee's going to be in, but I think it's definitely still a possibility that Eevee could get in. So next character is Banjo and Kazooie. So I understand what people are going to say, but wait, Banjo-Kazooie is from Rare, and Rare is owned by Microsoft. That is true. However, before Smash 4 came out, I believe, Phil Spencer said that he would like to see Banjo and Kazooie in Smash Brothers. And that didn't happen, but a few things have happened since then. So somebody asked Phil Spencer on Twitter, this is probably a couple months ago, if he would still be okay with Banjo and Kazooie being in Smash Brothers. He said, yep, absolutely. So he said that he would be completely fine with that. I think he wants it to happen. Will it happen? I don't know. I think it's definitely a possibility because I feel like at some point in time, there's going to be a crossover between Microsoft and Nintendo for one of these characters. I think that that is pretty much written in stone. One of these characters that Nintendo is going to have in this game is going to be a character that is owned by Microsoft. That's what's going to happen. I feel like when Reggie said at the press conference, when he said this is going to be the biggest crossover in entertainment, and then, you know, the, the, I think Jeff, was it Jeff Knightley? He's like, oh, well, what about the Avengers? Well, I feel like Reggie was not joking around when he said that. I think there's going to be a major crossover between Microsoft and Nintendo. I don't think Sony's going to get in on this because I feel like Sony is very locked away. But Nintendo and Microsoft have been kind of playing around a little bit. And I feel like Phil Spencer really likes Nintendo a lot. I feel like Phil Spencer really has a great respect for Nintendo. And I think he's a big fan of the Switch. So it really would not surprise me, especially with how Microsoft's been kind of throwing around games here and there, like Minecraft. It's owned by them, but they're like, hey, you can have it on your platform. So they're throwing around IPs around. So... I think that there's definitely potential for a Banjo and Kazooie, uh, you know, inclusion in Smash Brothers. And I think just for the whole legacy point, I just think that if this is going to be an ultimate Smash Bros game, having all of these older characters together in one game is just crazy. And I think it would be awesome. So I think that that's really a possibility. And really, it stems from the fact that Phil Spencer himself said that he would like to see that happen. So. We'll, we'll see what happens there. Um, I think that's definitely a huge possibility, though. The next character on this list is Spyro. And Spyro makes a lot of sense because I feel like he has an easy moveset to translate to Smash Brothers. He fits well. And once again, Legacy. The Legacy of Spyro. I remember vividly uh, when I used to eat a lot of cereal when I was a kid, there would be a picture of like Link from the Minish Cap 
on the back of the cereal box because that was around when that game came out. And then other cereal boxes would have Spyro. Nickelodeon would have Spyro commercials and Legend of Zelda commercials and, you know, just Nintendo and Sony and Nintendo and Sony. Spyro could definitely make a lot of sense here. He also has just had a remastered, uh, you know, trilogy. I guess it's more of a remake, but, you know, they have so they have that out there. It makes sense now to put him over in Smash Brothers just for the whole legacy factor. I mean, that's why I wanted Pac-Man in Smash Brothers so bad last, uh, you know, last time they were making the Smash Brothers games for Wii U and 3DS. I was like, oh, man, if they included Pac-Man, that would be awesome. That was one of the top characters on my list just because of how cool it is. Like, can you imagine, like, people that were playing games back in, like, the, the Genesis and the, you know, the Super Nintendo era and now seeing all these characters in one game? Like, it's it's just crazy. Like, back then, you just, they would never imagine that happening. That would be the most shocking thing in the gaming world. And it's obviously, I don't think it would have as much of an impact now, but I think people would still appreciate seeing Spyro in there. Um, I feel like that would just be a character that makes a lot of sense, especially because it's just coming out with a new game and it's going to be on Switch. So I think that would be awesome. And it kind of, in a way, it kind of represents Sony um, by putting him in there. So this next character, I think, would be the most fun reveal if they put him in the game is Crash. Because of all the commercials that they had of him just driving around a parking lot yelling at Nintendo, can you imagine it being opposite in the in like the reveal trailer? Nintendo goes to Crash's house and yells at him to come join Smash Brothers. Can you or like Mario standing outside yelling at Crash to come out make him join Smash Bros? There's so many awesome things that they could do with this, and I really hope they do it. Once again, legacy, and it kind of represents Sony in a way. I just think that would be so amazing, and I feel like that would be a really great character to put in this game, and it makes sense. I mean, it really makes sense. It makes way more sense than, uh, I mean, honestly, like having Crash in the game makes way more sense than Joker. Um, and I know people are people might say that Joker kind of represents Sony, and I guess that could be true if they don't include one of these characters, but I think Crash would be excellent to have in there for sure. So, we are going to move on to category number three, characters I think we will probably get. It's a short list, but characters I think we probably will get, and these aren't necessarily characters I want, but they're characters that we probably will get. So the first one I have on here is Steve or just the avatar, the randomly generated avatar from Minecraft. I feel like this is a no brainer. Uh, Minecraft is on pretty much every Nintendo system that is current right now. It's on 3DS, it's on Switch, it's on Wii U. So it makes sense to have that on there. And I feel like it just makes sense for Microsoft to kind of just give Nintendo Steve for Minecraft and say, hey, let's let's collaborate here. You can have Steve. He's already on your system. So, I mean, what's what's going to hurt putting him on Smash Brothers? The only reason why I feel like they wouldn't do that is because I feel like Minecraft, everyone that has Minecraft has it. Like, you know what I mean? There's no benefit from really putting Minecraft on the Switch other than just having him on there for, once again, a new age legacy type of a type of deal here so having 
the Minecraft main character inside a game with all of these gaming legends, essentially, I feel like it would make make a lot of sense because Minecraft was extremely popular. It still is, you know, and it was really a phenomenon. I mean, that was one of the most heavily merchandised games out there. So I think that that would make sense. I feel like my, I feel like Steve from Minecraft or just the, the character in general would kind of take on similar to like a village, like the Animal Crossing villager type of role. So his moveset would probably be really janky. His movements, though, would probably be freaking hilarious because um, he's very limited in movement. But, of course, Nintendo already has, like, solutions for characters that are limited in movement. Obviously, Mr. Game & Watch, he has his own little jank to him, and it works. I mean, it just he is still a very fully functional character. So, I mean, I think that, that it would definitely work out for Steve. And I just feel like this is just the most logical move that Microsoft would do with Nintendo. And that would kind of be their crossover. I hope it's not the case, but I honestly wouldn't mind seeing Steve from Minecraft in there just because of how much that game, you know, symbolized really the last generation, you know, encroaching into this generation and how popular that it was and still is. This next, this next character, though, I'm not even remotely wanting this to be in here. But I have a feeling that we're probably going to get it. And that's a Fortnite character. I know. It is not at all what I want in Smash Brothers. I want Fortnite to stay so far away from Smash Brothers. But I don't know if it's going to happen. Nintendo collaborated with Epic Games to make that, that Fortnite dock for the Switch, that bundle, with preloaded Fortnite on there. I just think that this is going to be a thing. I don't want it to be a thing, but with how popular Fortnite is, it probably would benefit Smash Brothers. And that makes me so sad, but it probably would benefit Smash Brothers from having a Fortnite character in there. Fortnite is a phenomenon. I personally don't want it to happen, though, because I feel like Fortnite isn't really super... I don't know. It's not really a classic game, and I know it's it's like the biggest thing out right now, and Nintendo already has good relationship with uh, Epic Games, but I'd rather them not do it. I feel like the moveset, though, once again, a little bit janky, but I feel like the moveset would be actually really interesting with all the different gear options that you could potentially have. Also, before I go any further, I feel like if you did have Minecraft, uh, a Minecraft character in there, I think it would be really cool if you could use any of your purchase skins from the actual game if you own the game. I think that would actually be really awesome as like the alternate um, you know, character selections. Probably won't happen, but that would be really awesome. So uh, back to the Fortnite character. I feel like there could be some really cool movesets there. I feel like you'd have obviously a, a cool building mechanic similar to what the Minecraft character has to offer. Um, once again, like an indie, uh, a type of, you know, indie game, uh, developer being represented smash brothers would be really cool. And, you know, I personally don't want it, <laughs> but some people probably do. Uh, but I think if they did put a Fortnite character in there, I think that it would definitely have the best taunts in the game for sure. And I feel like Nintendo could really do something cool with it. Um, so I wouldn't be like, I wouldn't be like really mad, but I just, I don't want that to be the character. I'd rather have a classic character in there, um, or one of these people that, that I'm about to read off now. 
So this is characters that I want. Category number four. This is our last category. So it's almost done. <laughs> the the pain and suffering is almost done. Uh, so this first character is a little bit ridiculous. Okay, this isn't even going to happen. Um, but I would like to see a balloon battle character in this game. Um, with its own move set and and all that. You know, you know, you have like the balloons and all that. I feel like that'd be really cool. Um, obviously, I don't know how you would necessarily do that. But, uh, honestly, I want it to be a balloon battle character, and I want it to look like Iwata. And this is probably something that would maybe be better for, like, a really rare assist trophy or a really rare item dedicated to that where Iwata comes in and helps you, uh, helps you fight. But I just think it would be the ultimate tribute to Iwata, and I just think it would be so cool. I don't think it's going to happen and really just like how the character would work. I just don't know if it would just because balloon battle. I mean, you're pretty much flying the entire time. So I just, I don't think that it would necessarily fit in. And this is once again, at least these, these uh, characters that I'd like to have in, these are going to be some crazy ones and some ones that aren't really super crazy. So you can't really take these ones super serious. Like this is just kind of for fun. Um, but I just think it was cool. I think it'd be cool to have some kind of tribute to a, a Wada that's not a me. You know what I mean? So I, I think that that would be really awesome to have something like that in the game. Um, just a, a cool tribute to a guy that really did a lot for the company and really cared about the customers and the gamers and, and all that. So, you know, I, I, I just think that'd be really cool to have some kind of tribute like that to him in the game. Uh, this next character is Dr. Robotnik. From Sonic. This one to me makes a lot of sense. And I feel like you could go one of two ways with this character. I feel like you could have him on his feet with his like stupidly long legs and like weird proportioned body. Um, that would be freaking hilarious. But I also think you could have a character similar to the, uh, the Bowser Jr. set of characters. Where he's kind of just in his little ship and he's doing his thing. He has his different moves. I feel like this makes a lot of sense to add another villain and an iconic villain at that to a game that is supposed to be the biggest crossover in gaming. Can you imagine if they put Dr. Robotic in there? I just, I just feel like that makes so much sense. And I feel like they could do the character really well. I feel like unlike the uh, balloon battle character, I feel like Dr. Robotnik, he has, he has movesets that you could potentially do. And I just think that it would be so freaking cool if they were able to incorporate him somehow get the iconic villain from Sonic in that game. And man, I think that would be really, really cool. So the next character I put, this is kind of weird. I put doom guy in here and I'm thinking about it now. I don't know how much I really, I don't really agree with this anymore. Uh, but you know what? It's an iconic game though. And the reason why I put this on the list is because it's such an iconic game. Doom basically, was PC gaming when it came out, right? I mean, that was a game that is, I mean, still popular today. People still play the original Doom, you know, constantly, which is crazy. But it's such a well-designed game, and it's such an important game in the, I guess, the history of gaming that I guess I just wanted to see him in there because of how awesome it would it would be. Um, I don't really have a lot to say about him, though. Uh, I kind of, yeah, I don't really have a lot to say about him. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna move on. Uh, this next character, I think this one would be awesome, not just for a character, but also for a stage. Uh, and that's Shovel Knight. Another indie character that I think really deserves to be in there, just because of how great the game is. The soundtrack is amazing. I think if you had the soundtrack, 
I think it would be great. I can't remember if Shovel Knight is an assist trophy or not, but if he is, I want him to be an actual character. I think he has a great moveset. I mean, heck, the guy fights with a shovel to bury the past. He's trying to bury the past and being a trailblazer to go into the future. You know, he's, he's, setting, his own, he's setting his own destiny. And he's burying everything behind him that doesn't matter anymore. You know? That's deep, man. That's freaking awesome. He's a freaking awesome character. You need to have him in the game. Come on. But no, I mean, just having a stage from that game, beautiful sprite work in that game, you know, just a, a beautiful, like, overall, I don't know, There's like, the stages just look awesome with the music, and I just think that it would match so well with what they're doing here because I feel like, you know, he's kind of like a modern-day, you know, classic side-scroller type character. Like, he's probably the closest thing we'll get to that. I feel like we definitely need to see him in the game, and I feel like that'd be amazing. I mean, heck, Nintendo already made an amiibo for Shovel Knight. Just include him in the game. Like, put him as part of a character because he just... I mean, that game is so good, and I think you should reward excellence. And I feel like Fort, I feel like... Uh, not Fortnite. I feel like Shovel Knight deserves to be in that game just how good he is. And, uh, yeah, man, he... Man, it's just such a good game. It's such a good game. I feel like they need to incorporate it in there. I think it's just well-deserved, and I really should have put Shovel Knight in the who I think deserves to be in category. All right, this next one is my last character. So I had to do something crazy for the last character, and once again, going back to the point, Reggie said this was going to be the most biggest ultimate crossover in entertainment. If that is the case, you have good buddy over at Microsoft. Phil Spencer loves the Nintendo Switch, loves Nintendo. Put Master Chief in freaking Smash Brothers. Like, screw it. Just put Master Chief in Smash Brothers. This is the most outlandish character selection here. But I actually don't think that this is impossible. I feel like Microsoft has been very lenient with its IP. Microsoft IP appearing on different platforms. I feel like they could work out a deal to put Master Chief in Smash Brothers. And wh why put Master Chief in Smash Brothers? This one this one to me is really interesting cuz one he'd already have the move set. He'd have a great move set and he's an iconic character, but also there was a time where a Halo game was in production for the Nintendo DS. That was a thing. Why not correct the mistake of not making that game? And put Master Chief in Smash Brothers. Work out a deal. Put some kind of classic Nintendo game on a Microsoft platform. Do something. Work out a deal to get Master Chief in Smash Brothers because that is what gaming is about. Gaming is about being together. Gaming is about memories. Can you imagine Halo fans seeing their Master Chief in Smash Brothers along with all these... All these different characters that are iconic. Like, I think including these characters in there, it's an honor. Like, you've been invited. They, Your character is so awesome that a company wants it in their game where they have all of their legacy in, right? You have all of your legacy characters. You have, you have Mario, Zelda, you know, Link. You have all of your characters in there. Sonic, Pac-Man. Heck, Mr. Game & Watch. I mean, that was kind of a big deal. You have all of these characters that mean so much. Ryu. Samus. 
You know, this is something I think that should happen. And I hope that there's a way and I hope that's a shocking. And the reason why I have hope for this to happen is because no one expected Joker. Nobody expected Joker. And I feel like if they want to continuously top that announcement with each of these characters, I mean, heck, I'd like to see a Sony character, a modern Sony character in this game. The only reason why I didn't say that is because I feel like Sony has plans to potentially make another Battle Royale game at some point. So I feel like that probably won't be the case. They, they probably won't want to put a character in Smash Brothers. But if we're talking modern IP, and from a company that has been playing nice with Nintendo, tweeting with Nintendo, going on ad campaigns with Nintendo for crossplay, having Master Chief in Smash Brothers would send complete shockwaves throughout the industry. It would change a lot of people's perceptions on, I think, what Smash Brothers is. And I feel like Nintendo should try to find a way to work out a deal to make this happen. Because I think it would just be awesome. Like, this would be unheard of to have Master Chief going over to a Nintendo platform, having his own stage, and just having him face off against all of these iconic characters because Master Chief deserves to be there. Will this happen? Absolutely not. It won't happen. But there's still a chance. I feel like there's definitely still a chance. And I feel like when Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft were all at the Game Awards, I feel like there was discussions being had after, before, during, where, you know, after seeing the reception of how well Joker was after that reveal trailer... How can you sit there as Sony and Microsoft and not think, hey, we could get some Nintendo fans to hop on over to our system if we include some of our own characters on this platform? Like, how cool would that be? So, I don't know. I feel like there's definitely potential. Sony, I feel like, is very proprietary with their stuff, but I feel like Microsoft is starting to get a little loose. Master Chief makes a lot of sense. Would I love like a Kratos type character in Smash Brothers? As long as he's not cheap, like in Battle Royale, absolutely. It would be awesome. But Master Chief, to me, is the biggest reach that is possible for Smash Brothers. Like that would just be awesome. So we'll see what happens though. So this has been version one of my Smash Bros. character uh, wish list slash <laughs> everything else. I don't even know what to call it. Um, but it was, it was fun to record this episode. Um, I, like I said, we're going to have more versions of this. I'm going to have a normal episode of Game Opinions. I'm planning on having that tomorrow uh, where it has like more news stories and I talk about that. Um, so we are going to go ahead and have that tomorrow. But until then, I appreciate everyone for listening in. Uh, if you're listening to this on iTunes or really anywhere, Google Play, YouTube, if you like this episode, please leave some kind of feedback or leave a review, a thumbs up. Um, you know, feedback really is much appreciated. Share it with your friends. You know, anything helps. But I feel like this show needs feedback to reach its full potential. So definitely if you have any thoughts that pop into your head even if they're negative thoughts post them put them on put in the comment section um if you made it this far um yeah guys uh, this is it i'm gonna wrap it up here i'm super excited for tomorrow's episode and uh yeah 
Hope you guys have an amazing day. And man, let's 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 hope for some crazy smash announcements soon in the Nintendo Direct to display Joker. But until then, see you guys tomorrow.